What are you doing out here? I'm doing stuff. Thanks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special edition of the Stuff and Thangs podcast. I am Sam Jones, coming to you from the United Kingdom, and all the way from the treacherous colonies, I give you <laughs> Alfie and Emma Adams. Hello and welcome. USA, USA, yes. USA. <laughs> it, is, it is treason day, my friends. Have it you got is. anything planned? Buddy, I am drinking tea. And <laughs> what I what I'm not drinking of it, I'm throwing overboard. Uh, how very Boston of you, sir. How very yes. Boston of you. Yes. Uh, all, all joking aside, a big welcome and thank you to everyone for listening. Um, a happy July Fourth to all of our American audience. I am last week because I, I watch our figures and who listens. We had our first listeners in Japan. What? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, now, I, I always wonder if that means that people have gone on holiday, perhaps, and they're listening to us, like maybe <laughs> on the fly. I don't know. Just That'd be awesome. but whenever there's sort of obscure places like that, I, I kind of wonder. But whoever it was in Japan, or a couple of people, they listened to everything. That's wow. awesome. So they were either insanely bored, or, <laughs> or perhaps insomniacs. So I don't know. But yeah, um, you know what they could they could have used it. Uh, to put themselves to sleep and didn't set a sleep timer. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And just went through the whole library overnight yeah. while they were sleeping. Yeah, quite possibly. I mean, I, I do understand that. I do hear that I drone on a lot. So <laughs> that, that's been brought up once Well, that's twice. not where I was going with that. But since you brought it right. up. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I did get feedback when we very first started, which was I tend to listen to you guys when I'm going to bed and I fall asleep around the 45 minute mark. And if you remember, for a time, I kept shouting. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that particular person didn't appreciate it, but it worked. They stopped falling asleep on us, so yeah. yeah. And they got to listen to the spoiler section, as was. Okay. Which used nice. to annoy them. Uh, but hey, you guys, does this mean, uh, Emma, I understand that you didn't enjoy or didn't start watching Fear of the Walking Dead this season. Does this I mean didn't. now you're coming back into it? Have you... Have you caught your attention or is this more a no bored had nothing else to do this is this is i just wanted to spend time with my husband and he had to watch it for the podcast so i just wanted to be with him oh okay so that's that's what that's what happened there but but i do have a fun fact for you well they do say for better for worse sorry it is it's a lot of worse yeah so um fun fact when we when we began talking about the podcast like how many years ago or whatever. Um, I remember like distinctly hanging out with Alfie and we were laying in bed one night joking about the podcast and laughing and, and just talking about it. And I jokingly said, well, you should call it stuff and things. Yeah. And, and, and I said, you know, like that whole, what are you doing? Stuff and things thing. And and so that became your guys intro, which I love and, and think it's great, but I was so mesmerized because I sincerely thought that Herschel was saying, what are you doing, Alfie? <laughs> and I said to Alfie one day, I said, how in the world did you get that to sound so good? Like with your name, <laughs> like, and he's like, it's not saying my name. It's saying, what are you doing out there? Oh, I, and same. I forever, I thought it was saying, what are you doing, Alfie? Doing stuff. Because if you ever mishear a song lyric once, 
every oh, time yeah. you hear that song, you will sing the wrong lyric. And even if someone puts in front of you the lyrics like right. out of a CD case, yes, we, we are that old, boys and girls listening. See, we used to buy music yes. in CD form. And tape. And, and cassettes before that. Oh, worry. Yes. No, let's, let's not go there. But even <laughs> if someone puts, you know, the lyrics in front of you, you're like, what? No, nah, that's not what they're saying. Totally thought it was saying <laughs> yeah, anything. Yeah, Sam, I hate to, to break it to you, but Bruce Springsteen's does not sing Born in the UK. Right? <laughs> it was Born in the USA, all right? Just, you know, oh. I always wondered how I could get that extra noise in, you know, Born in the UK, like that. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> that was uh, lovely. Uh, <laughs> It really wasn't. <laughs> uh, but okay, no, but thank you for that. I mean, that's, that's good to know. But there, there's a song. Uh, the problem is there's so many songs over here that probably haven't made it over there. But there was a song um, by a, a Welsh singer here, and it was called Mercy, the song. And it was like, taking out a mercy like that. And for ages and ages and ages, if you put the word birdseed in instead... <laughs> And it just it just fit brilliantly. And the problem is, once one person points that out, you can't hear the song ever without thinking of it. And you sort of oh, ruin that song. It was a nice song, totally destroyed. Oh well, well, just real quick before we crack on, then I have yeah. to bring this up. So my my wife is a fantastic vocalist and, and a great lyricist. Thank you. But I'm <laughs> terrible at song lyrics, right? That's not oh, what that's I'm listening. That's not what I'm listening that's to when I hear gift. music. I hear I listen to the drums and the bass yeah. and you know all the instrumental. Um, so when we were first dating or first married, there was a song by Sublime. <laughs> Are you familiar oh, with the band Sublime? Uh, I've heard of them, yes. Okay, oh. so they sang a song, and in part of the song, he says, get run over. Okay? Right. Get run over. Emma, one day, after listening to the song for maybe a year, goes, I've never heard of the disease Garanova. What is Garanova? But that's it, though. As soon as you mishear something, it's stuck. You might I mean, get run over. You Did you ever hear the song uh, Search oh. for the Hero Inside Yourself? Wait, is that like Whitney Houston now? Oh, it's very similar, like a real kind of... Oh, like um, when a hero comes along with a strength to carry on? Yeah, it's that, like that. Yeah, Search yeah, yeah, for yeah, the yeah. I think so. say, Search for the Hero Inside Yourself. No, like don't know that one. My, my mother thought it was Search for the Mirror Inside Yourself. <laughs> And, and would sing that yes. all the time. And, uh, you know, and I'd be like, I'd correct her. And she'd go, no, nah, no, nah, that's not it. She wouldn't hear it. But but the worst one, and I will just tell this before we crack on, the worst thing about my mother is when I was younger, I was about 13 or 14, and my mum would give me and two of my friends to lift to our school um, because we where we lived was so sort of isolated that we, didn't, we couldn't get the bus. And my mum would sing along to the radio. Do you remember a song by a certain pop group called Moose Tea? No. No, that was, that you was guys called, listened that to was some called, weird crap over there. That was called I'm Horny. Wow. My mum, blissfully unaware of what the hell that meant, used to sing along to that on the radio, <laughs> driving me and two of my friends to school. I was 13, 14 years old, and I'd just glare at them the whole way. You know, That's not you, embarrassing of, at all, is it? One of you even laugh. One of you even smirk, you know? Uh, You're getting ready to be tackled, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, my gosh. and worse. But, uh, That's hilarious. I suppose 
despite our best efforts, we need to have a conversation about Fear of the Walking Dead. Um, we we actually got quite a lot of uh, positive feedback on our Facebook page. I, I know. I think we're going to have um, to try to keep the recap short to cover all the feedback we got. That yeah, was awesome. We, we did. We did. Um, just in case anyone was wondering, we, we do have a Facebook page, by the way. Um, I'm not sure I, I bring it up enough. Um, no. Promote it, Sam. Push it. Where's that at, Sam? It's at Facebook, facebook.com. Um, if you oh, go okay. there, slash stuff and fangs, spelled T-H-A-N-G-S, uh, you will find us there. And and when you go there, you'll find that we do lots of posts that are quite amusing, uh, some memes, etc. <laughs> but after an episode's aired, we tend to put something out there, um, you know, basically just to get people's opinion. I have done a post today, by the way, which is for uh, July 4th. I don't know if you've seen it, Alfie. Yes. You have. Yes. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> well, I, I, I thought I'd make it clear it wasn't from both of us. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm, I'm um, glad. It's a little harder for them to hunt you down than it is uh, me. Yes. So. Yes, it is. Yes. Um, unless your name's Walker. Uh, but anyway, <sighs> so Fear the Walking Dead, Season 3, Episode 6, and the title of the episode was... Red Dirt. <laughs> Um, did you say red what? Red red bird. Red R- red dirt. Red bird. Blue bird. Dirt. Red, red. Oh, it's lyrics. I'm sorry. It is red dirt. Although they I, never actually said it. I was I, waiting, but he never said it. Yeah, I, I was listening out for it. It was something to do with blood, I think, at one point. Uh, I reckon they cut it. It's <laughs> the it bloody ground. Like he was going that way, and then he didn't say it. Yeah, he never um, said it. But I'm glad we clarified what you just said because I really misheard you the first time and it could have been bad. <laughs> um, so Come the on. cold open to the show, we see uh, Mr. Otto Sr. or Jeremiah. Um, uh, he's teaching Nick to shoot. Uh, Nick was a bit reluctant with a gun before but seems to be accepting that perhaps he needs one. We see Alicia's getting out of bed with Jake. Uh, so that's continuing. And we... <sighs> We hear both of the siblings, independent of each other, express uh, feelings of they're, they're overdue. You know, Madison and the group have been gone a while. Where are they? We then see that Nick and Otto Sr. are looking out over the camp where they're sort of practicing with their guns, and they see the group walking down the road. We know from last week that the group have been everything taken from them, including their shoes, uh, a very Negan moment. And they arrive back and one of the guys kind of starts spilling his gut straight away. Um, the the crazy Otto Jr. wants to speak to his father alone, but one of his foot soldiers immediately starts saying, you know, all of our guys have been killed, and if we stay here, we're going to be killed too. And, you know, we, we then have our end of the cold open. Um, and no music. And again... No, which which is keeping us retro, I suppose, is the only what the only positive I can look at it. But that yeah. was one of my main plus points of Fear of the Walking Dead. Really I love that noise. I did too. Um, the Otto family in Madison discussed the threat. Uh, in this scene, we see Otto Senior generally looking very. I don't know. We start to see him look not very wivy, very snappy. He he isn't his controlled self that we've seen before. Uh, he seems to be blaming on a, a migraine or some headaches. 
Uh, Troy, being the little sociopath that he is, wants to go on the attack. He thinks they should arm up and go out there and attack the guy who hit them. Um, and the family, one of the lines is, uh, our family have a history with this Indian. Um, so we start to establish what we picked up on last week, which is the guy who attacked them knew them, and Troy knew who he was as well. Yeah. Um, Jake, we then see Jake's out shooting at targets, and Alicia goes to talk to him, and she wants to be shown how to fire the gun as well. So he basically runs through teaching her how to aim it and fire the weapon. I've written in here um, a little question, and perhaps this goes towards the general feeling of how they feel they're safe in the camp, but there's no consideration at the moment of conservation of ammunition. Nope, and no consideration of the noise it creates. Right. No. But yet, if when we go out later in the episode, let's be careful because there's a lot of dead out here. Yeah. Anyway. Do you think that, you know, we, we pick the show apart a lot for for generally falling oh, down on it's gearing, it's gearing to get picked apart bad, but we'll go ahead and ask you a question. If, do you think that that actually comes back to they have been really sheltered from what the world is now? Because all of these people have kind of been on this site for before the world fell into the zombie apocalypse. So is it a case of they're actually naive in doing these things and a little bit daft? Or do you think it's the show just not being logical? I think, I think it's poor writing. Really? I do, I, I do because if you have a group of people that for, uh, we don't know exactly how long, but for 30 years roughly, I'm just guessing by some conversations yeah. it's had on a show, that yeah. are prepping for the end times and yeah. the way that they have their armory secured, yeah, they place a super high value on that. And to just go out the basically, I mean, that guy, Otto's son, shouldn't need practice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's yeah. been born with that. I mean, you know, that's how he was raised. So it's, 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 I think it's poor writing. Could it just be him and trying to impress a girl, though? Why, well, he's already got the girl. Yeah, fair point. Yeah, that didn't take much. No. <laughs> to be honest, the options are kind of limited. <laughs> mm. but yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I see your point on that because perhaps a more uh, a more realistic situation would have been training people. Yes. Uh, not him like practicing. Like Otto Sr. And, and, and Nick. Okay, yeah, that's that was viable. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that, that was logical. You know, he's, he's teaching them a, a basic skill. But um, the whole reason he's kind of adopted Nick is still baffling to me. But yeah. anyway, roll on. Okay. Well, we'll, well we will come to that. <laughs> um, we see that uh, young girl who, whose name escapes me, I'm afraid, but as she winds up dead, it doesn't really matter. Gretchen. Um, who, Gretchen. Who does, there we go. Gretchen. How could I forget Gretchen? It's such a pretty name. Um, Gretchen uh, is basically <laughs> there. Um, her family wants to leave. And... Um, we see that the father of Gretchen is one of the like founding four of the Vernon. camp. Yeah. Vernon. Um, so we learn that two of the founding four are already dead. Vernon uh, Dursley. Know Otto Sr. And, and this guy's ready to cut and run as well, and he's telling people to go. We, we then have a scene, which is something Stop, wanna... stop, 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 stop. I got to interject. Okay. 
the logic of a founding member, right? Yeah. 30 years. They're going to let outsiders at all have any, any interaction between founding members, right? Like, not even, like, if you take away the equation of it's an apocalypse, like, throw that out the window. You go into an organization that's two people have been together for 30 years, and they're all of a sudden even going to, you know, give you the pleasure of being a part of their conversation? No. I, I it That blew this episode for me. Well, the guy um, came over to Jeremiah to talk to him in private, didn't he? He did. And, and Jeremiah said, say what you want to say in public, which which to me went towards Jeremiah just being in a really strange state of mind during this whole episode. Okay. Um, you know, he, he in the past episodes, he's always seemed fairly controlled in all of his actions. But in this one, he, to me, just seemed a little bit erratic, like he didn't care. Uh, you know, he said a few times about headaches, um, but he just... He's sure. He gave the impression of someone who was just like, yeah, do whatever. You know, I don't care. If you want to leave, go. <laughs> I just I just felt like Madison has plot armor to be involved in the story. Yeah. Even though logically they would never allow a new outsider. Because, you know, at the beginning of the episode when... Um, uh, they're they're recapping what happened and discussing yeah. what to do next. Why in the heck would they let her in? No, I, I I agree. And also earlier in this episode, like you said, they they were in a room. You had the Otto family and Madison, right. and right. he actually tells her, you know, you've got no part in this. Yeah. So yeah. why is she there, <laughs> other I mean, than plot armor to advance the story? Well, yeah. I mean, they have they have clearly decided that they are going to tell the story of Fear of the Walking Dead from Madison's point of view. Yeah. Which I know is inspiring to everybody. Um, But I had a few things I want to do. So so the next thing that happens in the episode is it's nighttime and we see that there are fires started all around Uh the camp. Uh Um, People kind of go into a bit of a a panic as, as you would. You just sort of started seeing fires appear all around your camp. Um, but then the scene ended, and we had the next day them inspecting the burnout fires. Um, <laughs> being a bit critical of, of the show in the past about the fact they they always seem to me like they are trying to rush to catch up with The Walking Dead, like mm-hmm. rather than go through things, rather than slow things down and go through different bits, they they seem to be kind of sprinting so they can get to the same kind of place. Correct. Um, for me, this episode could have been purely that night. So you imagine the tension that could have been put into an episode where they've returned back, they've delivered this news, people are concerned. You know, you don't have the guy sounding off that we're leaving right away, but there's a lot of murmurings, people talking to each other, generally being afraid of the situation. Otto says, right, tomorrow we'll get everyone together, we'll try and galvanize them. And then that night you have those fires appear. You could have had a really uh, an episode built around that whole night where basically people are trying to investigate it. It's pitch black. You don't know whether you're going to run into a walker. You don't know whether you're going to run into Mr. Walker. Because right. that was a well-named character. Well, yeah. <laughs> I've underlined my <laughs> anger at that one. But uh, 
Yeah, because they want to call them the infected in Fear of the Walking Dead. So, okay, so you don't know where we're going to run into the infected. But don't you think you could have had an old episode where you were almost holding your breath through tension and you could have really got into some of the characters, really got into some of the tension and also put some of the threat and fear back into the show? You could have had some red shirt deaths. Bro, you're 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 preaching to the choir. Yeah, uh, I, yeah because I, I, I mean, you know, at, at later on in the episode uh, when the horse shows up, that's yeah. the first time that I see that I remembered seeing what horse? The, the the horse that was in the back of the trailer. I know, but I died. didn't even know there was horses. Like, I know that none of that made sense to me. Anyway, but so, on. so the the fence. It's the first time I saw the fence that wasn't the gate because the right. gate to the place looks really heavy reinforced. Yep. And then the spot of fence where the horse comes up is so thin and you could vault over. Yeah, it. and so that's the yeah, that night, you know, one fire pops up and then another fire pops up yeah. and walkers are drawn to it and then they start falling through the fence and yep. you know, I yes, yeah, you could have had uh, you remember the scene in um the, the camp outside of Atlanta mm-hmm. when the walkers suddenly showed up and they're all in yep. tents, etc. Yeah. Remember the tension and just the absolute drama of that? Yeah. That could have been this, that Fear of the Walking Dead could have had that. It could have had that moment in this camp. And that would have galvanized everybody because then the people who were there and survived and fought to survive would have all been on the same page. And then all of a sudden... Madison being involved in things would have made perfect sense because she just contributed to saving, you know, she could have saved Otto's life. She could have saved, you know, people there. And it could Mm -hmm. have actually given a plot reason for them having a role in the community going forward. Because like you said, I mean, at the moment, they are three outsiders who have arrived and they're being treated like royalty. And in reality, Mm -hmm. there's actually no reason why they would be treated that way. You know, there really isn't. They've been given a hut. Why haven't Why haven't they just been given a tent? Right. You know, it, it makes no... There are Nick's no, been given a house while other people are living in campers. Because he down, was up though. there cleaning out, basically because he was going to try and take it himself, you know? Yeah. Yes. It, it doesn't... There aren't logical points, but I, I think that's probably my biggest I, frustration with the show is that you see things and you think, oh, that could be really good, and then they just crap on it. I really have to go back and rewatch the Herschel Farm season. Yeah. Because I loved, love, that was one of my favorite seasons Mm -hmm. of this show. And I don't know if it was the writing, the acting, you know, whatever, but there always seemed to be a sense with Herschel that even though he maybe didn't have hope of a cure. He was always like thinking bigger picture. Yeah. Like it felt like Herschel, if maybe not globally, but he was thinking nationally of, you know, this is God just resetting stuff. And, yeah. you know, but again, it, it, again, the, for me, The Walking Dead has done a fantastic job of putting me in that situation of yeah. how would I feel? How would I react? Fear has never been able to do that except for the first couple of episodes. Yeah, and and it was that was then. The the other thing, uh, and again, this is just me touching on ideas now of, of things that I think they, they could be doing, which 
Could you imagine how much more interesting it would be if this camp had a radio and they were talking and able to communicate with camps all over the place and there were just rumors about what's going on all the time? Yeah, they can't do that, though. Why is that? Uh, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone, but I think in the very future that could appear in another show. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, well, you know, my idea well, misses, my though. life's ruined. Thanks a lot, Alfie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are people I'm going to go on Facebook. I right was now. talking about Preacher, okay? Uh, uh, it's going to be on Preacher. Uh, I'm going to go on Facebook show. and rant and rave because but you what? just spoiled everything for me. As you should. Right. Um, what I was thinking is this is the start of the apocalypse, and no one seems to think that there's going to be a cure. No one seems to think about right. government. Um, and it just would be interesting if you had that element in there, you know, like, oh, well, there's a camp in Washington who claims the government are underground at the Pentagon and they're still running things. So, you know, there's people That's talking aware. about, but, but you see, I mean, just, just rumors out there, just people, yeah. like a hope or, or a version of hope or, or something that people can hold on to. And, and in this episode, the guys who are leaving are talking about, oh, there's a sanctuary at this place. But I, I, the logic to me of setting up a community, establishing it, being one of the founding fathers, and then running off away from it when the world's gone to hell doesn't make a great deal of sense. No, it doesn't. And, and you know, just to, to back up just a second, Alicia yeah. is the only one that I can recall recently that has even struggled with what does the future hold. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And yeah, that yeah. should be such an big overlying theme because even in the walking dead to even you know through season eight it still is yeah and what's interesting about that um is i've read an interview with the actress who said that her and one of her character put that in themselves so (laughs) they went to they went to the writers and said you know i feel that i should you know react like this i feel my character would react like this and they put it in wow so so the writers hired but but you see what I mean? It's, you know, it's logic. It's applying the logic to a situation. She's in a room with a guy talking about art, and mm-hmm. she's reacting, well, what's the point now? Right. You know, we need food. We need shelter. What's the point in all of that? And that was a really realistic thing, yes. a really realistic reaction to a situation. Oh. I, I mean, I just hope they don't overplay it, because if you do it every week, it becomes a Carol situation where you're hitting your head against the wall. But Yeah, sure. It, you know, as that as a reaction and then trying to find the balance again is a good story arc for a character. Yep. It's just a bit sad that it would appear that the actress themselves had to point that out. But, <laughs> um, okay, so going back anyway. into the episode, um, Vernon, who was one of the founding fathers of the site, announces that he is in fact leaving. Um, Madison tries to convince Jeremiah to act and she actually inspires Troy instead the little psychopath runs over to basically threaten Vernon and his family. Uh, Jake steps in to, to calm him down. Troy and Jake get into it. Troy throws a punch at Jake, and then uh, Jeremiah arrives and actually punches Troy. Uh, real good functioning family there. Um, mm-hmm. My notes here simply say family are a big mess. Vernon and his family leave. Um at this point, I just want to ask, by the way, did you notice there was a horse box attached to their RV? No. I didn't okay. notice it until they pulled away. And okay, it was no. covered 
And I honestly had just assumed it was like it was luggage. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I, I didn't was too busy on the stuff and things Facebook page. Too. I missed that part. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for pointing <laughs> that out. Um, okay, I've actually written a note here, and it actually it just ties to everything we've just said. I feel like I've just watched half this episode, and it could have been done so much better. So mm. we don't need to say any more on that because we've just really laid into it. Um, Madison and Troy are in the armory, and we see again, and this is something I've written here because I'm not sure oh. if it's just the fact I'm British. That appears to be a lot of weaponry. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. is it, or is this standard U.S. House kind of militia? <laughs> it's a little stuff? ridiculous. Uh, you know, it's 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 semi-proportionate to the size of the home. So, I mean, our armory, obviously, we don't have a ranch, isn't quite that big. Uh, but for a whole civilization, basically, that they have there, it's yeah. kind of small. Okay. You know, uh, but no, seriously, all joking aside, actually what surprised me and maybe it would mess up what had happened in season eight of The Walking Dead. I'm surprised there was never in that size and armory a reloading machine to reload your shells so that you can reuse them. Um, okay. Does that actually it, exist? Yeah, I didn't it, even know that was a thing. It, it's, yeah. it exists and it's fairly common for people who are into uh guns Hashtag uh, what year was it invented oh dude it's been around for ages oh okay that yeah creepy? i mean i remember back in the 80s you know that was kind of like everybody was buying reloaders so that when they're out okay. practice shooting <laughs> not everybody yeah, well, yeah. All, the, all, all the all the americans all, all, no. all the cool well, people apparently all the cool I'm not kids had reloaders all, they did <laughs> <laughs> sick nation we live in Oh no, I, I I can't. I just can't get my head around it. Have you ever seen the film Hot Fuzz? Yes. What? Okay, it's, it's from it's the same the guys who did Shaun of the Dead. Oh. They basically do a, a spoof of an American cop <laughs> drama, but set in a sleepy village in Gloucestershire, which is where you know where I'm very nearly from. Nice. Um, and the the two of them, there, there's this line in it where the guy says to him, he goes, "Oh well, you know, you're out in you're in the British countryside here. Everyone's got guns." What, what do you mean everyone's got guns? He said, yeah, every farmer and his mother. Well, like who? Farmers. Who else? Their mothers. <laughs> <sighs> but, but we don't. We don't really. Uh, the occasional household has a shotgun for, you know, putting down grouse, but that's about it. Um, putting down so what? what? Grouse. What, what What's is a grouse? I'm Googling it. A bird? Yeah, you get on that, yeah. Is it a big um, bird? Not after you shot with a shotgun, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, basically, to me, that that looked like a lot of weaponry and a lot of serious hardware as well. No, it, it's, it, it's uh, not legally. I mean, because they, they, a lot of them were... Military-grade hardware. Well, they were automatic weapons, which, I mean, you certain people can get permitted to have them, but yeah. it's really, really hard. So... so would, it looks like a so, for example, my, my thinking was if a, an isolationist who mm-hmm. put out videos about the end of the world and how he was setting up a camp for when democracy falls, mm-hmm. if he applied to a, buy a lot of weaponry <laughs> legally, uh, is he the sort of person likely to be given that? No, most, I mean, no. most like logic, if we were going to say logic, he probably yeah. went to Mexico to buy that stuff. Okay. Well, he's right on the border. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, no, it's just interesting to me because it just to me that's 
you know, it was a lot. But then, of course, as the world fell, they could have raided a, you know, a military station or a Walmart, for all I know. I don't know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, Troy uh, talks to his militia, and Madison kind of so motivates stupid. him to give a bit of a speech. Um, Troy lays out that you guys all need to step up. You need to be the example to everybody. You know, you need to be the the shining beacon and protect. Lay down your lives and all of this stuff. Um, Troy's a little sociopath. I, I don't that that scene again didn't make a great deal of sense to me. Ooh. Other than it's trying to show us, I think Madison manipulating him. Um, but again, if if that's what's going on, it's a little bit subtle. Or, I've, or I just don't get it. I've or read. You just can't see because her faces are the same stonewall. Yeah. I have read two different articles from two different writers that had some interviews in it. And the stories were that she's not manipulating, uh, him. Yeah. That she actually is trying to be a mother figure to him since he doesn't have one. She thinks that she can redeem him. Right. Okay. Like yeah. She's got two kids of her own. That she's not taken care of. But anyway. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, okay, that makes even less sense, but we'll see how that plays <laughs> out. Uh, it's night time again, and we see Nick has gone back to the burnt-out house. When he gets there, Jeremiah is drunk. Uh, he offers Nick a drink, but he replies, which made me laugh, I don't need that, I'm high on life. Um, Jeremiah drinking, uh, basically he blurts out it's because there are four of them who set the place up, one of them has just left, and two of them are now dead. So clearly Jeremiah in this episode's been a bit troubled, been a bit all over the place, and I think it's down to the fact that the people he set this up with are, are now all gone. Uh, I think he's perhaps feeling a little bit isolated, he, he does know what Troy is as well, and I think perhaps that's weighing on him a bit. Um... Alicia tells Madison about Jake, and we have a really awkward scene about a great rock and roll band called The Rhythm Method. Uh, yeah, that's awesome band. <laughs> Their album's out next week, boys and girls, download mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- that actual scene, uh, I'm not a Madison fan at all, but there was an element of logic to it where she basically says, well, you know, the stakes are a lot higher now you basically don't want to be getting pregnant in the zombie apocalypse which for once is an actual sensible logical thing to say um the very next morning we have nick and otto senior and they see a horse at a fence the the Mm. scene we were discussing a little earlier um jeremiah is convinced that the horse is one that belonged to the family that left and he gets Madison and Nick, and they set off in a in a jeep because basically By Jeremiah's themselves. convinced. Yeah, Jeremiah's convinced right. that something's gone wrong um, with no so, automatic weapons, just right. no, pistols, no, just handguns. So they they set off into the wasteland where they know there's a whole other group gunning for them and the potential of dead everywhere. Uh, again, we fall into the logic holes that this show is kind of full of. He has a militia there. Surely he would send them to investigate who he felt that strongly about. But then again, at the same time, he's had a, a strange episode where he is struggling with the fact he's the only one left. It could be he wanted to go himself. 
But once again, I don't understand why he suddenly got this. Madison's the queen of everything. Madison must be involved in everything. Um, no idea. Doesn't make sense. Right, because... You know, if he jumped in a truck with Nick, that would almost have more logical sense. It, would, you know, it would have more logical sense. A gut reaction of, I need to go and investigate this. Nick's here with me. Please come with me. That that right. makes sense to me. The, the go and get your mother... I don't understand this bond that seems to have come out of nowhere in a couple of days. Um, Jake, we now see, and here's something real special. Jake wants to go and talk to the Indian named Walker. Um, He believes he can reason with him because before the zombie apocalypse, Walker had made various legal challenges for the land, claiming that it belonged historically to his tribe, and therefore it should be handed back. Um, I've written a note here saying, oh my god, the Indian is called Walker. What a bunch of friggin' morons naming that character. Uh, am I the only one who just thought that was really stupid? It was. Okay, good. Uh, Alicia basically thinks he's nuts. She tells him so. That's a really stupid idea. Why are you going? Later in the episode, Alicia runs off after him, but I won't hit my head against that proverbial wall. Um, Jeremiah and his crack unit of Madison and Nick arrive at the RV they see that the thing's been shot the hell and we hear that there are some walkers inside I'm going to have to stop saying walkers, I'm going to have to say the infected inside oh um, don't well otherwise it's going to get confusing <laughs> zombies, I'm going to say zombies because they don't like us saying zombies so we hear <laughs> some zombies inside uh, there's also a horse box on the back which I'm not going to lie, I completely missed the first time. I kind of picked up a trailer, but not that it was a horse box, so I did Mm -hmm. rewind it to check after I missed the whole Jesus on a van thing once. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So there's there's a horse box, uh, and in the back there are several of the zombies chowing down on this horse. Uh, Jeremiah, uh, quite a good visual, by the way, although if you're a horse lover, look away now. Um... Jeremiah, Nick, and Madison go about taking... Well, they shoot the horse first, which is probably a kind thing to do. They then take out the infected that are there, and then we see Gretchen has been killed and has turned, and Madison hesitates. Jeremiah questions her, are you going to pull the trigger, and she hesitates again. Eventually, Nick, just cold as you like, gun up, bang, shoots it in the head. Um, I like the fact that Nick stepped up to do it, um, why do you think Madison, who, who plays this kind of cold character, hesitated at this moment? Well, no consistency in writing. She said. Uh, she said later, you know, she was the same age as Alicia. Yeah, the no consistency in writing was probably mm-hmm. a great shout. But I, I think they were going for. You remember in the first season, her, her next door neighbor, she couldn't kill the ne- the neighbor either. No, she really struggled with that. Um, so I think they were going for the kind of, because she knew or had a connection with the person, she's struggling to separate the fact that they're now dead and they need to be put down. What's going to be interesting is if that comes back in the end to kill her, mostly because I'm hoping they do that. She's not going to die. Just know that now. Come on, come on, please. She's the star of the show. No, she's really not. Um, so Jeremiah... See, here we go. We're about to go into a sequence of events that annoyed me. Oh, I'm sorry. What was the last 30 minutes? (laughs) Uh, 
sequence of events that irked me. Um, so Jeremiah uh, believes Troy did it, and that gets voiced straight away. No mystery, no chance for us as the audience to have a think about it ourselves. They just blurt straight out, Troy did this. Mm-hmm. That aggravated the hell out of me, because once again, they're rushing. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, you could have had an episode where it was all set that one night. The next day, let's imagine the next episode after that's been done. This guy in the morning, you know, my family are freaked out at what happened last night. We are leaving. Right. They had the confrontation with Troy, but then the first part of the episode, he's gone. Now imagine at the end of that episode, when people are out just doing a routine thing, they come across that family killed. So you then have a mystery. Well, was that Walker and his people? You know, the dead don't shoot people. Is it somebody else? Or... Like Nick would immediately have thought this was, you know, this was Troy. But by by eliminating the mystery again, they're they're rushing, but also they're taking away something from the audience that we could have actually got into. Yeah how many how many ep- how how many episodes was it before it was fully revealed that it was Shane who sacrificed? the guy who was running with him from the hospital. It was two or three. um, You you see what I'm saying though? Yeah. We we saw Shane descend into a a madness really. And then we, then we find out why. But how awesome was that? I mean, you know what I mean? Like how well done was that? Yeah. They could have done the same thing here. I mean, you know, not exactly, exactly, but right. And that's, and that's what frustrates me about it. And, And I've said it before on the podcast and I'll probably end up keep saying it. It's like they have the ideas. It's like Robert Kirkman and a few people sat in a room and gave them a load of ideas for this season. <laughs> right, right, right. And then right. they left them, and and this is what they've done with the ideas. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it just so frustrating because you can see it right there. And it's, and it's kind of where I, I keep watching the fact I'm doing the podcast and is because I can see it. They're so close to maybe having a show that could be interesting. But the, for me, anyway, they keep nosing it up they're botching it they are yeah um so we now see this group return to the camp um they return to the camp with all the bodies in the back of the truck and the rv they come back and everyone gathers around because obviously they didn't they bring the trailer the back no no they didn't they obviously decided to just leave that out there even though yeah. they obviously cleaned it out because they brought gretchen's body out of it yeah that's anyway. weird well, they couldn't well, get the horse out, probably. They could have. Well, they what? tried Gretchen out, but yeah, they imagine could've. the horse would have been a lot heavier. They had a, they had a pickup truck there. They wrapped a horse, I mean, a rope around the horse oh, and okay. pulled it out with the pickup truck. I mean, that's, Okay, that's viable, <sighs> but... Can yeah, I go back would, to the horse for a minute, just for a second? Yeah. Um, seriously, beat that horse. <laughs> seriously, beat that horse. Seriously, though, like, with the horse thing, that horse was still alive. Has anybody yeah. ever tried to like lay on a horse and take a bite out of it? I'm pretty sure that that dude's going to be kicking and gone or dead. Yeah, he's not just going to be. You're not going to be laying there, there getting gnawed on with sad puppy eyes. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I mean, what a fantastic actor that horse is. For one, <laughs> right, the best actor in the whole show. <laughs> yeah, uh, it certainly, certainly showed Madison a range of emotions that maybe she can bring to the fore. Um, but yeah, I, I don't fully understand that either. I mean. This is something else. You remember The Walking Dead, the very first episode, Rick on a horse, the horse gets taken down by a herd, yep. and okay, they yeah. claw at it and rip into it. Mm-hmm. 
Like immediately. How many, to- how many times in Fear of the Walking Dead have we seen them get grabbed by the, the infected and not even a scratch, uh, nothing? Well, hey, here's 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 <laughs> but 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 um, aren't we supposed to believe now that um, that the the zombies work off of a, like a sense of smell? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and so they canon. can smell like human blood but they don't yeah. smell their own blood they don't smell death basically yeah. so uh um jeremiah goes out and he goes, oh be careful there's a lot of dead out here but yet we're to believe that troy and madison and, and the militia walk back that whole distance right. with blood gushing <laughs> yeah, out of their, their feet, feet. Yeah. and never interacted with leaving them. a trail of blood to follow oh. But once again, that is another episode that could have been. Imagine, or half an episode of that walk back with all the dangers that could have been along that. Could have been absolutely gripping. Yeah. But I mean, how long of how long of it? How how many times did we get to see Rick and family walking down railroad tracks? Yeah, yeah, and and plenty of memes. You know, terrifying situations where they're just trying to go house to house. They're just trying to stay alive. Right. Yeah, it is, like I said before, there are so many situations and so many times you see things that they could have made so much better. Yeah, somebody should, deal out of. somebody should have gotten eaten by a zombie on the way back, for sure. Well, without a doubt, and, and that would have added the danger, but I mean, me and Alfie say this every week when we're covering this show, there is no fear of the dead in Fear of the Walking Dead. Mm-mm. And it is so aggravating. Um, But they're back at the camp, and Madison addresses everybody there and tells them that the people were killed by Walker and the Texas Ranger. Um, (laughs) And, you know, they've all been killed and we all have to be together and we all got to be, you know, one and we have to look after each other. And this is what happens when you try and leave. Um, We see Alicia listen to the start, see Gretchen is dead in the back of the truck, and then she thinks, oh, look, that girl left the camp and died hideously. I know what I'll do. I'll grab my things and leave the camp. (laughs) I'm going to go find my boyfriend. And I'll I'll follow the guy who earlier I told was a moron for attempting to leave. Mm -hmm. I like Alicia's character a lot, and I think the actress herself brings a lot to the show. But again, once again, the writing there has really let her down because you go from one completely illogical situation to the next, which frustrates me. Um, We then have a scene with Nick in Madison, which I quite liked. Uh, Nick basically asks Madison, how do you sleep at night telling lies like that? Yeah. Um, Nick is suddenly starting to grow on me again. Uh, Last season, he got on my nerves. Um, Mm -hmm. But this season... Every episode, I'm liking him more and more. And when the show first started, I thought the Nick character was going to be interesting. Um, he he basically takes his mother to task. He doesn't say, like, you know, I'm not saying I disagree with why you did it. I'm just inquiring as to why you felt you couldn't talk to me about it. And also, generally, I'm sitting back watching you lie on a pretty regular basis now. And I think he just wanted a caller on it. You know, mm-hmm. to, to point out I'm seeing this. You know, this is not oblivious to me. Um, Madison then goes to Troy uh, after Nick says to Madison, you just have to be fully aware of what he is. And Troy, a minute Madison walks up, just admits it straight away that he killed them. He killed them all. And that is how the episode ends. Mm-hmm. So my first 
thing on this is surely at this point you pull a gun and you blow the kid's head yeah. off. Yeah. Just me? I mean, he's he's a murdering psychopath who was going to kill her son and her husband only a week ago. She put a spoon into his eye only a week ago. And now she's mothering him and covering up for the fact he murdered a family. So illogical. So illogical. It's just ridiculous. And all of the stuff about this camp. Okay. So from a female perspective, let me just be, let me just be real. If there were four founding men who started this, this compound and, and a female showed up, there is no way on earth that those men are going to give her the time of day because women are especially in that kind of scenario are yeah. not at all valued their opinion does not matter i don't know if it's this way all over the world but in america there's still yeah. some serious issues and there is no way and the minute she started to talk when she brought the bodies back i was thinking oh my gosh somebody's going to shoot her because there's no way that she should yeah, have been I, given that platform at I, all. I need, and she, I need, they would have shut her down there. I need, I need to cut you off. Alfie control your woman. She's getting out of line. Yeah. I will <laughs> come over to the UK and take you out. I will lay hands on you in Jesus name, brother. <laughs> uh, all joking aside. I mean, you're completely, you hit the nail on the head. If you have a, an image of what this type of community is, and the four founding fathers, as you said, remember the video he did, and yeah. you know he's there with the doting wife there. I mean, she's not got a say in anything; she's just got to stand there to be basically arm candy for the video. Um, the women's roles in this community appear to be very serve the food, cook the food, <laughs> keep things ticking over. Um, there were a couple of younger women in the militia I noticed, but again, not characters who have really spoken or we've got mm-hmm. to know. The only character we got to know was the young girl, Gretchen, who now sadly no longer with us. Um, so, yeah, I agree with you. The, the old idea of Madison walking in there and assuming some form of leadership role is so... Ridiculous. Well, it's just so unrealistic that, again, like so many things, it takes you out of the story. Yeah. And, I mean, how long did it take Herschel to actually accept that original group? I mean, he made them, oh, like, skid- he, he was, like, trying to kick them out, like, every day. He didn't accept them at all until they all left together, really. Pretty much. You know, right. right yeah. Until the end, he was demanding they left. Yeah. Um, and then when the farm got taken down, he saw Rick and others, you know, save as many members of his family as they possibly could. And then Herschel made the decision that we're all in this together. we got to stick together now. But if he was still on his farm, I think he'd have sent Rick on his way and would still be there. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're, you're completely right. The, the logic behind it is non-existent. But for me, that all comes back down to the fact that they are just rushing all the time. Mm-hmm. And But when you look at it, the fact that they give out a time scale of where they are in the zombie apocalypse, they're not rushing through that time you know they're not catching up to the walking dead in terms of leaping forward like that so why are they rushing so much now why are they trying to progress the story at such a rapid rate the only thing i can think of is they are trying to create tv which is binge watchable rather than episodic weekly which is something obviously the walking dead when it first started didn't really have to contest with yeah, but um, I don't. I don't think I could, um, it's not binge worthy. Well, I, 
you say that it's interesting the a lady on our facebook who, who laid a comment which i'll come to in a minute has basically binge watched a couple of episodes after absolutely annihilating it every week in the comments and she actually really enjoyed them and my sister has binge watched it all the way up to date now and she really liked it she thinks it's a really good show and she's really hooked on it um so i'm sending her in for a cat scan next week yeah. but if that comes back okay then so when, when are you going to take know. her to the aa for her drinking problem exactly <laughs> <laughs> but even if that works like even yeah. if they're like oh okay well we're going to a uh you know um uh they used to call it straight to dvd what what, what is it now straight to netflix type yeah scenario straight to stream they, they straight, don't they're straight to digital stra- service digital straight to streaming stream. Straight to stream. Emma, yeah. Emma nailed it. Straight to stream. Ah, but I think the show's budget's too high to pay for itself on a straight to stream basis. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I look at the shows that Netflix makes and they don't have this type of budget. No. Yeah, it's the no. phenomenal actress that they have starring it is probably pulling down some serious bucks. Uh, for that's upsetting fault in that. Uh-huh. So did either of you or did you watch The Talking Dead this week? Heck no. No, okay. that that was if, interfering if with sleep. If you get the opportunity, and, I, and I'll tell you, and I wouldn't normally say this, this week they had Dayton Callie on who plays Jeremiah. Okay. And it is worth watching just for the sheer fact I get the impression he doesn't care about the show one bit. <laughs> <laughs> they asked him, right? And these are my notes here. They asked him, "What is your? F- what do you like about the character Jeremiah?" His reply: "The paycheck." Ah, wow. yes, dude, they, you're my new favorite then, dude. They asked his opinion on so many scenes and so many bits and pieces, and he generally just had this reaction of, "Oh, oh well, you know." Uh. So he, basically, he had a Madison face about it. They, no, he, he was much better at that. Um, but he sat next to the exec producer woman of both The Walking Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead, uh-huh. and he genuinely came across like he didn't care. So I'm expecting him to be killed off in this season, by the way. Cause Tomorrow. Clearly he isn't looking for job security. Right. They asked him, um, uh, why did he open up to Nick, you know, tell Nick all this stuff? And he went, I was drunk. <laughs> he said, you know, drunk people, they just ramble on. So mm. they're trying to like get from him, you know, character depth and why is this happened? Why is this happened? So if you get the chance to watch it, Dayton Callie is my hero. From, okay. From the Talking Dead it is great. Um, the exec producer, like I said, was on the show and they asked her about the, uh, the prepper, you know, why did they decide to put this in? She actually said that they are addressing things in fear of the walking dead, which has come from fan feedback from The Walking Dead. So fans used to say, oh, I'd avoid the ZA by just jumping in a boat. So they had all the scenes around that to show that actually, no, that's not safe. And they had loads of people say, oh, yeah, but, you know, there's camps out there. People are prepared for this. So now they've done this as, you know, that's not safe either. So I'm just trying to work out where they got the feedback from. So maybe me and you can get ahead of the curve and put some scripts in there for them to follow. Yeah. And see where they go in the future. I, I, I call rubbish on that concept because if they listen to any feedback, I've not met a person or seen a comment on the internet yet that's like, yo, Madison should be the lead of this show. She's awesome. Uh, there are one or two. No, not a one. Uh, no, 
I'll, I'll find <laughs> them for you. I, they're 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 right there. These these people. They're from exist. AMC. No, they're from AMC. Uh, they're they're plants. They're plants. Okay, yep. uh, my friends, it is time for my weekly feature of Sam Butcher's names. All right. So, uh, Alfie, hit hit my uh, low key intro. Yeah, boy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I always wanted to be a DJ. <laughs> first comment like so many weeks thank you very much from robin weissenstein wow robin said i love it uh i asked could uh, you pick out any bits in particular and robin replied the way nick resisted alcohol and stayed strong showing leadership and strength he took care of the old man and he's becoming strong and smart uh i agree with robin i like what nick's doing right now i like where the character is going i liked him um, yeah, at the end with him and madison i i he earned some respect for me on that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He called her out. That was good. Uh, Manda Azikwi, who, whose name I say correctly, by the way, because she told me. Um, I watched the last two back to back, and dare I say I enjoyed it. Hashtag, no one is more surprised than me. That was the lady <laughs> I was talking about. And a smiley face. So we're getting hashtags and emoji from Manda. Right. Thank you, Manda. Um, I asked, do you think binge watching it, you enjoyed it more? And she said, yes, it flowed better and kept my interest. Still don't like Madison, though. Hashtag, she is my lorry. Yes. Burn. <laughs> yeah. See, I, uh, <clears throat> if I had to choose between Madison and lorry, I think I'd pick lorry. Totally. Oh, I would take her every, every day. day. Even ghost lorry. <laughs> <laughs> ghost lorry was great. Okay, we now have a comment from Billy McLeish. Uh, thank you, Billy. Well, in all honesty, episode six was lackluster, in my honest opinion. The only reason I'm glad I watched it was the extra info about the grudge between Walker and the ranchers. Thank you, Billy. Um, I think you you echo a few people. Jonathan McIntyre. This show has been on point all season. Beg the difference, my friend. It has gone from being a time filler till The Walking Dead comes back to being legitimate appointment television. Okay. Appointment. I'm, I'm glad he likes it. Jonathan yeah, has appointments. As well. uh, we now have Sandra Brannan, who just loves the show. Every every week she just comments generally happiness. This week, not even going to write words. She's just got a big smiley face. So, yeah. oh, Sandra, Shannon. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Sandra, what? What's her name? Oh, no. What was it? Okay. Um, we have Alician, Alicia, Alicia Chapman. <laughs> yeah. You Way to go. Alison. I can't say that. Can you, can, what, what's her Hold name, on. silly someone? Uh, anyway. You butchered it. Where, you killed it. How can come we come on, back from that's that? That's not fair. Okay, uh, just... Miss, Mrs, Mrs, Mr. I, I don't know, Chapman. Hello. Um, 
loved the comparison between Troy's motivational speech to his militia and Madison's to the whole group. He gave me goosebumps. She it's was void of any range of emotion, tired of them focusing on her. Yes, well said. Don't know about Troy's motivational speech giving goosebumps, but it was certainly better than anything Madison does. So I'm with you, Alan Chapman, and apologies. Allison. Allison. Are you sure? I'm fairly positive. Okay, Allison, I apologize profusely if I murdered your name there. Okay. It's lovely. I like the spelling. Last comment. Oh, mother. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Sam. Connie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, come on. Connie Sinchi, Sinchi, Sinchi. Sensei. Japanese Connie. Uh, Connie, I'm so sorry. Please uh, message us and let me know how to say it phonetically. Uh, uh, yes, and this last show, I realized the people at the ranch are on the wrong side. They are not the good people. They stole that ranch from those other people. They have a real problem. Uh, I've replied basically saying, do you think that they actually stole this land or do you think this is a historic white man stole the land? Um, Connie replied again saying, I think they actually really stole it from Walker and his people and they're living there, uh, but could be wrong. We'll see what happens. Uh, thank you very much, everybody. Uh, apologies to the this people whose name I just butchered. This <laughs> land is mine. Got you singing quick. Somebody... <laughs> Hey Connie, uh, Connie, I want to tell Connie that I love her goats. Um, they're pretty cool. Love um, what? And it, goats. she has goats on her. Fa- you need to obviously look at our amazing listeners because she has the cutest little goats uh, as her profile picture. I, I do not stalk our listeners by clicking on their Facebook. Page. I totally do because Just I think that they're amazing. Yeah. But- Okay, thank you, Connie. Um, maybe your surname your means goats. I don't know. Connie Sinchi. Sensei. Sensei. Perhaps it means sensei. Perhaps she's like a martial artist. That's what I said. Kick my ass. No. Where were you at, Sam? I was talking. You were being You rude. were droning. Droning. Some say droning. Others say educated banter. Um, uh-huh. So a massive thank you to everyone for the comments. We had quite a lot this week. Um uh generally yeah I, I mean it was an okay episode but there's just constantly plot holes and protection of plot armor which makes it frustrating <sighs> for me um but again next week we have a two-hour mid-season finale <laughs> and i'm saying that laughing because i generally have no idea how i'm gonna watch that i may have to get drunk yes Aww. two hours you yes. you and uh, Jeremiah hanging out. Yeah. But I I just like to wonder how my notes would go drunk. Perhaps do the podcast drunk. That could be very interesting. Hey everybody, no, I watched Free no. the Walking Dead, it sucked. Let's talk about streaking. Yay. Oh. Maybe not. Mm. Maybe not. Maybe mm. not. Um so yeah, I mean uh I from this point of view from the episode, I think we kind of picked up on all the things we changed during our breakdown. I mean, do you guys have any other thoughts on anything from the show or other than Madison being killed things? Maybe you'd like okay, to see in I, the mid season finale. The final shot of the show is Madison walking away from her conversation with Troy and they spent yeah. an inordinate amount of time focused on her unchanging face. 
Yeah. Why? Yeah. I mean, she's emotionless. You're right. Why? It's almost like the director is saying to her, okay, we want you to walk away and we want you to have a kind of look of, you know, shifty. And we want you to have a pursed, constipated look on your face. And after take 407, they went, yeah, yeah, that's great. Well done. Yeah, nailed, nailed it. it. Nailed it. <laughs> Yikes. But you're right, they did really focus on that, and I was Forever. wondering whether we were going to see some kind of hint of emotion, but then I remember I was, was. actually hoping that, that we were going to see her her demise with Troy, like, in a pistol, and, like, it was going to be, done. like, that whole thing, but it didn't happen, so... The week before, he held a knife to her, and I cheered. And <laughs> right. Then, and then he bottled it. Little hmm. wuss. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't... I mean, I, I've droned on enough. I mean, is there any other points you guys want to cover before? We, uh, do you we think wrap? Jeremiah has a thing for Madison? Like, is he nursing like a heart for her? Um, I don't know. I, I I think perhaps there's an element of him being lonely. I think perhaps he is feeling isolated, you know, because but even before that guy leaves, he's already lost two of the founding four, if you like. Um, mm-hmm. But again, it's still not logical for someone to feel lonely to just invite a strange family in and put them no. up in the nice digs. And so, uh, I'm and not then sure. ask them for their leadership capacities. Exactly. You know, trust them. You know, the scene yeah. where he takes Madison down into his armory and stuff is like, well, why? Why would you do that? Why would you invite someone in and then a few days later go? Oh, and oh, by the way, here's our secret supply stash. Mm-hmm. You know. So, yeah, I, I can go with the fact perhaps he's lonely and he's looking for some sort of companionship and someone he can talk to. Um, I, I still find it very difficult to get my head around why he seems to just completely trust Madison straight off the bat. Is there any hope of Nick turning on Madison and then him becoming the 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 main lead? I mean, that might Focus. give me a little, like, maybe he takes um, her out and then, like, turns into a super bad-to-the-bone dude. I'm not, like he gets I'm a little Rick sure. Grimes vibe to him. See, I'm not sure Nick would turn on his mother in that way. I'd like to see him certainly be the focus of the show. Him, him or his sister, to be honest with you, even mm-hmm. would be more interesting. Maybe they could be like the Bonnie and Clyde sister brother duo. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if the focus, was, let's say Madison's eaten next week, one can only hope. If the Aww. two of them, if the second part of this season is those two and the focus is on them surviving on the road, I, I'd be happy with that. You know, I'd be interested in that. Madison. Oh, and also, insane. also, there was no, there was no, um, oh my gosh, I've completely forgotten the man's character's name. Daniel? Strand. Strand. There was no Strand. And, and that guy is completely one of my favorite people to watch because he is such a good actor and so dynamic yeah. and fun and entertaining. And that character well, is so well written and acted. So, we like, we're, what happened missing, to him? We missed this week Daniel Salazar and Strand. Right. Um, by the look of the preview, we're going to catch up with them again in the two-hour. Can't believe I'm saying it. Mid-season oh, finale. I'm going to um, need some. The popcorn. other thing that was interesting in the Talking Dead is every week on the Talking Dead they've been running a thing of where is Ophelia, mm-hmm. and they said it's facts. They said to the guy who plays Jeremiah, of course, Jeremiah was the person who captured Ophelia at the end of the last season. That would make sense. I had no idea that was Jeremiah. Did you? Nope. 
They said that like everybody knew who it was. It makes sense, but so where the heck is she? It it makes perfect sense, but I had absolutely no idea. I'm wondering if at some point we're going to find a dungeon prison on this camp and we're going to find Ophelia in it. Maybe it was Walker who got her. And we're going to realise that Jeremiah and his group aren't the, the good folk in this at all. In fact, they are not nice people at all. And perhaps there are even some Native Americans in this particular prison. And that's <gasps> why Walker is so mad. That would make me hate them even more than I, I, I would hate them. say he's on the war path, but I feel ah, you know, that's not the, not the oh, thing to say. Man. Do you want to hear my, my good joke, which would be good for July 4th before we yes, wrap up? Yes, please. Yeah. You have the it's, best dad it's jokes General ever. Custer's famous last words. Do you know them? No. General Custer's famous last words, he turned to his lieutenant, he said, I don't understand these native people. They were all singing and dancing last night. Oh, come on. They were war dancing. I know. Mm. Yeah, send, send your say, uh, hate mail to Sam Jones. Yeah, please. for sure. Oh, come on. People are going to find that funny. Go on, Go on our Facebook page. Tell me I'm funny, please. don't encourage him people don't encourage you might get some comments of like yeah sam you're funny in that special kind of way special with quotation marks that kind of you should be sharing a hospital wing with troy kind of way Uh, that dude's Um, that dude is special wow but okay i mean thank you both uh i had fun yes sir yeah um Thank you, everyone, for listening, as always. Uh, thank you very much, Emma, for joining us. And well, for I know you needed the boost the of, uh, of uh, Listeners. ratings and all that, or whatever. We Listeners, need that's it. it. We are flagging you when do it comes need to me. fear show. Every once yeah. in a while, you need a boost. You you ask me, and I, I graciously accept. Will, will, you, um, will you come back and join us for our preview to The Walking Dead Season 8? Oh, gladly. That's a long way off, but, you know. I might just hop it, in anyway. It'll come, it'll come around faster than we all want to admit. I know that. Oh, by the way, in case anyone is curious and and be prepared to be surprised, but the fear ratings are dropping weekly on the show. Oh, really? Yep. We don't have a spoiler section today? No, we don't do spoilers anymore. Thanks no. for listening to the end of the podcast. <laughs> I fell, See, I fell asleep at about that 45-minute mark. Uh, <laughs> Wake up, everybody. We're still talking. <laughs> We're droning. I don't know how you want to look at it. Um, but yeah, well, okay. Well, I'm going to leave you two guys to discuss why Emma doesn't listen to the podcast anymore. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you're in the colonies, enjoy Treason Day. Have a lovely time. I'm out. All Speak right. To you soon. See you, buddy, next Bye. week. That's a wrap. Are you coming back soon? How long? We need you now more than ever.